0: Hello, to all your doinks out there, and welcome back to another episode of Doinked, Where myself, Josh, and Michaela will be going over the week seventeen results in the NFL and previewing the final week of the NFL season, week eighteen.
1: If this was any other season, this would be the last week of the season, which is insane mm-hmm. to think. Yeah, that the and and we didn't miss an episode. No, no. We normally like miss every couple of weeks. No, we have been seventeen weeks fucking straight on this. Yeah, and Michaela came on what week? <laughs> Three, four, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was. Because I missed a couple. Of it games. was early in the season. You came on for an episode, then you took a, a week hiatus, and we were like,
0: you know what? It's no, not the same. Yeah, we need her. We need we need her. She needs to be part of I this. Need yes, it. thank you. And she is she's
1: <laughs> officially a doink yes she's been officially a doink for a while now yeah she fucking pretty much runs the face the Instagram page at this point actually we're I all
0: mean, we're all doing pretty good we're all doing really good now I mean like, we, we all actually, have our favorite things like I'm always throwing up Chicago Bears stuff on there I'm just putting random NFL <coughs> stuff and memes. some other stuff and she loves her memes she, uh, yeah she's our meme queen yeah <laughs> I think I became list. a meme tonight before the show yeah
1: uh, definitely De- yes. that'll 100%. find itself to to fruition at some point Yeah, um,
0: really? definitely it's definitely a fruit
1: yeah that's for certain <laughs> Or two. Yes. Um, Going into the week, our records were I was at 137, 102, and one. Dave was 121, 118, and one. Michaela was 111, 80 and one. Angela was 113, 96 and one. And Darian was 53 and 37. Darian did not partake in uh, picks this week. Um, (laughs) So he will not be getting a record update, but he will be joining us back with predictions uh, this coming week. Welcome back. So, he is going to be joining us back for those. But we're going to start off with the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Baltimore Ravens. This game was a ton of fun. It was. This was a very, very close game. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Tyler uh, Huntley was (coughs) back in this game, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, Huntley
0: was back in this game,
1: correct.
2: I mean, the first score of the game was a pick six by the Ravens. Yeah. So, I mean, right out the gate.
1: I mean, this, this showed the kinks in the Rams' armor. They didn't score; they had only a touchdown going into the fourth
0: quarter, mm-hmm. and they came back and won the game in the fourth quarter. Well, don't forget, I mean, um Matt Stafford was picked off in back to back possessions mm-hmm. to end the first quarter, mm-hmm. and then he kind of turned it on because after that, he was pretty much unstoppable yeah. at that point, yeah, but they like you said, they were just <clears throat> these didn't seem mm-hmm. right for the first half, yeah, um, but something happened. I mean, we all know how good a head coach um. Sean mm-hmm. Yeah. So, clearly, he went into halftime. He figured out some adjustments that needed yeah. to be made. And he um, made them. And he made them. Um, and that's nothing against Baltimore. Baltimore hung in this game the entire time. Mm-hmm. They, they were leading this game pretty much Yeah,
2: until the last <clears throat> minute, yeah. essentially. Yeah,
0: essentially, it was the last minute when um, Odell made that touchdown catch mm-hmm. from Stafford. But, you know, good old Aaron Donald seals the game. Yeah. The forced fumble, fumble recovery. Mm-hmm. Um I mean we're going to get to some other players later on when we talk about it but mm-hmm. I mean we were talking 2 weeks ago before we recorded the show I mean has Aaron Donald done enough this year to be the defensive player of the year?
1: He's done a ton but yeah. I think there are guys that have done more.
2: And if someone and if someone does break a record with the last game of the season, they're definitely going to overlook what Aaron Donald has did. I know.
0: And that's unfortunate because yeah. it's a completely different position. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone wants to – we'll, we'll talk about when we get to that game. But, you know, sacks is just such a fluff stat to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you got d- defensive ends who are putting up, you know, good sack numbers this year. Whether it's Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Robert Quinn. But then you, you – But then you get someone like the, Aaron Donald. He's in the middle of the defense. Yeah. He's taking on two guys. Every play. It doesn't matter. It's, mm-hmm. He gets two guys every play. And when and- he
1: gets past two guys to get a sack, it's a lot different than when an outside linebacker yeah. swings around, makes a fancy little spin move, and hits the quarterback. Yeah, correct. It's a lot easier to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy. Don't get me wrong. I couldn't do it. Yeah. But it's a lot easier to do that than to pancake two guys and get to the quarterback in enough time that he hasn't released the ball.
0: Yeah, and then sometimes he's not facing <laughs> two guys. Sometimes he's facing three mm-hmm. because the guard will go off and chip the defensive end, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like, okay, I can turn my attention now to Aaron Donald. That's the reason why, like, records are probably going to get broken next week. Mm-hmm. There's a few records that are that look very possible being broken next week. But actually, one of them is actually on this team as well, um, Mr. Cup. But I look at it as where is – their defense without Donald
2: definitely not as good. Yeah,
0: no,
1: they're, they're the line at least. He facilitates everything. Well,
2: you think about how much attention he takes away.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he allows the the corners and the safeties to be able to run their routes because they, he's up front
0: controlling traffic. Yeah, I mean, you can't even look at, like if you look at his stat line, right? He had five tackles. Two assists, half a sack, and he forced the fumble that that clinched mm-hmm. the game, right? But compared to like some of the other guys, like why do you think Reader's open to make ten tackles and four assists? Because he's got Donald clogging up blockers. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Leonard Floyd's facing one on one on the other side? Mm-hmm. Because he's got Aaron Donald. It's it, it's a it's a really fun argument to to be had once we get to the end of this season because, like I said, there's going to be some records broken, mm-hmm. and where Donald sits in that whole uh, conversation of a defensive player of the year is going to be very interesting because he's, what, two-time consecutive? He's won the last two? Yeah, I yeah. think so. And he's won three, right? I think he's won yes. three out of four so, or something yeah. like yeah. that. It's very interesting because he's still as great a player as he was last year. And I think yeah. he's put up better numbers this year than he did last year when he won the award. Mm-hmm. So, um, Anything you want to highlight, Michaela, on this game?
2: I think we pretty much covered it all. Yeah, yeah. We, okay. we pretty
1: much ran everything down. Up next, the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Buffalo Bills. This game early looked like it could have been Atlanta's game, but again, it's mm-hmm. playing in Buffalo in the snow, and Josh Allen does what Josh Allen does mm-hmm. in Buffalo in the snow.
0: Yeah, Just somehow he continues to turn the ball over, I though.
2: I Three interceptions, like, and they still won this game by two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, And the first score in this game was a safety. Yeah. 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 So,
2: Which I saw that. I was like, what the hell?
1: Two nothing. I know. I That's like, a weird all score. All right. But I, I was sit, So, I went to the Patriots game this weekend with my fiancé, so I was looking at the scoreboards, just kind of following everything that was going on, obviously p- keeping track with picks, mm-hmm. and I see 2-0, I'm like, how the
0: fuck did Atlanta get a safety?
1: I know.
0: <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah. I, it's just weird, because Buffalo did not throw the ball particularly no. well in this game, 118 yards through the air, but, man. Be it, they were
1: playing in the snow.
0: I know, but... They also tried to throw the ball in a windstorm against the Patriots. Yeah. That's so, true. So, I mean, <laughs> what are we getting Tip from McDermott? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But 233 on the ground. That's how you they, win it. They mm-hmm. crushed them on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely crushed Who them. Who
1: was the big runners? Because I know Devin Singletary kind of had a little bit of involvement, but I don't think he was...
2: No, oh, he did. He was the leading rusher with 110 He yards. was the leading rush? Yeah. And he had two touchdowns, and then Allen... Allen had... And Allen again. And two touchdowns.
0: Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes him so dangerous. But, I mean, you're not going to win playoff games with a 17 quarterback rating, three interceptions, no touchdowns, and a yards per attempt average of 4.6. You cannot win games like that. You beat Atlanta, okay? (laughs) You beat them at home. Mm -hmm. But when it comes push to shove and you're facing teams like the Patriots, if if it stays
1: sitting where it is, it's New England versus Buffalo. In Buffalo
0: in the wild card round, and New England already went there and won this year. Mm-hmm. Albeit they probably shouldn't have won that game, but guess what? Yeah. That is why you play the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and it's
1: not like they have an advantage if it snows, because it snows in New England too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had an far. advantage in this game because it doesn't snow in Atlanta.
0: Yes, yes. Well, it does, and when there's one inch on the ground, the entire city shuts down. Exactly. Was, that couple, was it was a couple, It was a couple of years ago that yeah. that happened. Where <laughs> but the yeah, entire they do play in a dome. Crazy. <laughs> so.
1: Up next, the New York Giants taking on the Chicago Bears. The Bears win this game twenty-nine to three. I didn't run down the actual score lines of the earlier games. The Rams beat the Ravens twenty to nineteen, and the Bills beat the Falcons twenty-nine to fifteen. Dave, you want to run into your Chicago Bears game here? Um how
0: pathetic are the Giants? They're sad. They're a very sad team. Like the game opened up. First play from scrimmage. Mike Lennon is sacked. And fumbles, and the defense almost returns it for a touchdown. Yes. How sad are the Giants right now that Glennon is a long term quarterback in this league? He's played for many teams. How did he not pick up the hot read? How did he not know that that guy was coming free? Watch the highlight. The defensive end didn't even, was like, wait a minute, I'm free? Like, he's like, wait, what? You saw him stutter for a second. He's like, I'm going to hit the quarterback. Like, did he not? Does he not know what's going on here? Like he almost had to process it. Like his brain farted for a second. Um, I mean the best side of this game, great. Uh, Two turnovers on the first two possessions. I don't think they've had double digit turnovers since they played the Lions um weeks ago. I'm not talking about the last game against the Lions. I'm talking about the first game with the Lions. Um, they they just played a complete defensive game. Their, mm-hmm. their offense wasn't that good. I don't we're not going to sugarcoat it. You had Andy Dalton out there. He had another wonderful red rocket interception. Um, but when you're playing a bad team like the Giants, it really makes up for it. Um, I know there's going to be players who have significantly better stats this week. Defensive player of the week is Robert Quinn. Uh, he broke the all-time Chicago Bears single-season sack record. Got his 18th sack, mm-hmm. um, second Glennon. He should have actually had numbers 19 and 20 in this game, but uh, defensive holding penalty took one off the board, and then the other one he had him wrapped up, and for whatever reason the play wasn't called dead, and Glennon switched the ball to another hand and like kind of flipped it away, so this way it was like a incomplete, incomplete pass. Incomplete yeah. forward pass, yeah. So um, he should have had 20. Um, which really would have put him in the hunt for that
2: for that, that yeah. record
0: record at the end of the season. But they are playing the Vikings, and he did put two sacks up against the Vikings mm-hmm. last game. So this should be a very interesting dynamic. Um, the one big stat I want to go over, and usually these are the types of stats that we always talk about Matt Nagy's offense with, mm-hmm. but at the end of the first half, the New York Giants had negative 16 yards total passing, and they wow. finished the game with negative... Ten yards total passing on four completions. They were better off throwing the ball into the dirt than actually than actually drive. trying to drop back and pass the ball in this game. Mm-hmm. That's how bad when you account for all the sacks and stuff like that. They were negative in the passing game. That's
2: crazy.
0: Like how how putrid. Now they ran the ball 161 yards. Mm-hmm. That that's a problem with Chicago right now. They're giving up. A lot of yardage, you know, big clips, but I mean their pass defense is for real, mm-hmm. and and if they can kind of keep this team together mm-hmm. with with what they have, Akeem Hicks, a healthy Khalil Mack, Angela Blackson really took a turn this year. Can Eddie Goldman stay on the field? Belial Nickers look good, and obviously Robert Quinn was phenomenal. Keep Roquan. You got some really nice pieces coming into twenty twenty two at Chicago. Imagine mm-hmm. if they get a decent
2: quarterback. <laughs> Like Mitchell, Tr- Mitchell Trubisky, like you've been talking about?
0: I have listened. They, they've got Justin Fields. Everyone's sold on Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. I just feel Justin Fields is Mitchell Trubisky 2.0. Mm-hmm. If he was stuck with Matt Nagy, if you get an, a, a different kind of offensive mind and co- coach or offensive coordinator who's going to harness what Fields is capable of doing based mm-hmm. on his college tape, because there isn't a lot of NFL tape, he's missed so much time this year. Yeah. Um. So it's just one of those things where. With fields, you kinda just gotta, you know, I guess trust the process. Um they I th- they I, I they, think
1: your biggest move off season this year is who is your head coach? That well, is your biggest yeah. move.
0: I mean, um I did like what I heard um from CBS Sports Chicago um at post game. Um both Lance Briggs and Olin Kruots brought up a guy who I've I've loved for a long time, which is Dave Tobe he was a special teams coordinator for Chicago mm-hmm. when Devin Hester was on the team mm-hmm. so he was he know he understands special teams mm-hmm. he's got a very head coach mentality he's in Kansas City right now um and Kansas City has a great special teams unit i'd love day tobe like i said i'd love Lovey smith to come back mm-hmm. i i really i really like him a lot um but you know if you bring in someone like tobe it makes a lot of sense because if you look at like, a lot of the really great coaches who have had lineages in the NFL they always have like them special teams ties like, you look, sure. at some, you look at someone who recently passed Dan Reeves. Mm-hmm. He has special teams ties. Bill Belichick, special teams ties. Um, so th- when you understand special teams, you understand that it affects both offense and defense. Mm-hmm. And then you understand how special teams can help both of those units and then subsequently build a team that way. Um, I, I just, again, 2021 is over for Chicago. It's been over for a few weeks. Yeah, we've gotten a couple of nice fluff wins at the end of the season here. It'd be really nice to beat the Vikings next week. Mm-hmm. Um shove it right through Kirk Cousins' chest, get him kicked out of fucking Minnesota and his coach at the same time. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm just happy for Robert Quinn breaking the all-time record for yeah. Chicago. Um, he deserves it. He does. He, who was he playing with this year? Exactly. <laughs> who was he playing with? He had he had no Khalil Mack after week five. He had Akeem Hicks for a grand total of like six games this year. He And, and Chicago was never a, really ahead in any of these games. So... He had to respect the run while he was coming after the passer at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. he couldn't just pin his ears back and go after a passer. He had to be like, okay, well, they can technically still run the ball because they're still kind of in this game. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're watching somebody who goes out there and all of a sudden, like, their team's up 25 points and they know the quarterback's throwing the ball. So all they got to do is pin their ears back and go after the quarterback. So, up next,
1: probably in my opinion, game of the week, the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. My Offensive Player of the Week is in this game, and it is DeMar, DeMar Chase. Chase. Yeah. 11 for 12, 266 yards, and three receiving touchdowns. He's unbelievable.
0: That's
2: great. So the, the one play where he just completely escaped like seven <laughs> of the KC players when yeah. they were surrounding him, he just zipped by them. Yeah,
0: they they were standing still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how fast he was. I love how he um. it was him earlier in the game where the DB knocked the ball down. And did his did the little Jama Chase dance, and then Jama Chase burns him on the next route and does the gritty yeah. and does the gritty right in his face, like mm-hmm. right back at him. Now, how's that not a taunting penalty? I'm just curious. Just, yeah. yeah, I'm just curious. At this point, it's all bad. I mean, they they should just get rid of that rule. Yeah, true.
1: Yeah, I I don't see the. I mean, I understand unsportsmanlike conduct. It's when like you're rubbing it in their face and you're
0: consistent and. So you're telling me that when a defense forces a turnover and, and then the, the entire, entire defense team. goes into the end zone to celebrate—that's that's not sportsmanlike. That's not, but they never call it. I know it never gets called. Yeah. So. But pointing at somebody, it's taunting.
1: Oh, you you mean yards. like you mean
0: like what happened with Chicago when they faced Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know that that was, oh God, salt in a wound right there. Um, Joe Burrow was unbelievable in this game. I think he what, who Joe, uh, Burrow. You mean number nine? Because yeah. he, he lost oh, yeah, his nameplate. Right. <laughs> yes, he did lose his name Hey, losing his nameplate, he put over 500 yards through mm-hmm. the air. Oh, yeah. I think, What was it? Four, what was the totals? Five? No, 446 is what he put up. I'm sorry. I think
1: he put up 900. He put up like 950, 990, some stupid amount in the last two weeks. And I think eight touchdowns through the air. This kid, we talked about earlier in the season that Dak Prescott is the Clear forerunner of comeback comeback player of the year, not a fucking chance anymore. Joe Burrow has that locked down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If it doesn't go to a
0: defensive player like Nick Bosa, I don't think it could go to Bosa. Uh, Bosa hasn't jumped off the page to me this year.
2: And we really, when have we really talked about him?
0: Joe Burrow.
1: I think Joe Burrow's got that locked.
0: At this point, he's in MVP discussion. Oh, easily,
1: yeah. I mean, first uh, division win for the Bengals since 2015. Yep. Um, and th- again, the three headed mm-hmm. chimera shows its face again in this game.
0: Yeah, it did.
1: Between Mixon, Chase, Higgins, or four headed chimera in this point because Burrow.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, is Burrow had to lead a comeback in this game. Yeah.
1: They were losing this game mm-hmm. after
2: halftime. And that drive to end the game.
1: The wacky ending I will. of this game. Fourth and goal, uh, on the one yard line. Mm-hmm. First and goal, second and goal, third and goal, fourth and goal, and then multiple penalties continue that fourth and goal. Uh huh. And then it's a defensive penalty goes first and goal. They get two snaps. They both miss it. Third one, they kick the field goal. McPherson <coughs> makes that field goal. Wins that game for him.
2: It is a win that they needed.
1: It is a big win that they needed. They needed to beat the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, because it puts them first in the conference. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they control their own fate. They yep. win this week.
1: It goes through Cincinnati. It
0: goes through Cincinnati. Which, we, you know, we talk about Green Bay. We don't talk about Cincinnati. We forget. Cincinnati gets very cold. It's in Ohio. Yeah. It's in Ohio. They get inclement weather. So you're going to get a warm weather team up there? They're not going to survive. You're mm-hmm. going to get a team that plays inside of a dome? They're not going to survive. There isn't many times where the, where the NFL has had to go through Cincinnati. Actually, I can't even really think of any. So... It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting where teams have to go through Cincinnati if Cincinnati can survive to the AFC Championship game.
1: Mm -hmm. Up next, the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Indianapolis Colts. This game was very, very close the entire game. Yeah. 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 And Vegas squeaks it out at the very end. Yeah, and Vegas Um,
0: kept them in the game with turnovers. mm -hmm. We can't talk about enough. Teams that lose the turnover battle shouldn't win games, and somehow Vegas remains on top. Now, okay, was... Was Indy without certain parts of their offense for a little bit? Yes. Was Carson Wentz playing typical Carson Wentz style? Yes. 50% completion, (laughs) middling passer rating? Yes. Yes. But this is also why I love Derek Carr. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: This is why I want Derek Carr straight up for Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. He had the same passer rating as Carson Wentz, 84.7, and Derek Carr threw two picks. That mm-hmm. tells you how superior Derek Carr yeah. was in that game. Mm-hmm. Very true.
1: Up next, the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the New England Patriots in New England. I was at that game. Go ahead. 50-10. I'll be honest with you. We get to about the third quarter. End of the third quarter, I stopped paying attention. I mean, what was it because I time,
2: w- twenty to 3 or 20, nothing? 28
1: nothing. 28-3. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, at that point.
1: I stopped paying attention because I'm like, okay, Philadelphia versus Washington, it's getting very close, and I was just paying attention to that. Wilkerson, the practice squad quarterback that they signed because Nikhil Harry out for COVID, puts up two fucking touchdowns.
2: I have a lot to say about this situation. So, we drafted Nikhil Harry, first round wide receiver, we hadn't done that since... To be quite honest, I don't even remember. The last first-round wide receiver, Bill Belichick drafted. The
0: the closest would be Chad Jackson in the second.
2: So, and uh, he's been with the team, what, three, (laughs) three, four years? Way too long. He's done absolutely nothing. And then Wilkerson, like you said, he comes in, first game, two touchdowns. Yeah. Girl we don't need him anymore.
1: He was a very, very strong target for Mac Jones in this game. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: This just proves the point just cut Harry. And it also shows how anymore. strong
1: this running game is between Stevenson and Harris. Mm-hmm. Bolden had a few touches in this game as well. And Bourne had some great uh, great time. Um, Henry stood out in this game as well. And
2: uh, Bourne should have gotten that helmet to helmet.
1: Yeah. Jacoby Myers gets a touchdown in this game mm-hmm. as well. There were seven, I believe it was seven touchdowns by the offense in this game, or six touchdowns.
0: I think it was six. So I think there were some field goals that were kicked as
1: well.
2: Yeah, because there, yeah, there were seven touchdowns. Yeah, seven touchdowns, so then. Yeah. And the others are field goals. Yep.
1: So, insane. <coughs> 150 piece. Yeah. 50 burger. 50 burger.
0: I mean, you did it against Jacksonville, though.
2: I. Well, you should have. Yes. You should
1: have. Yes. I mean, that last touchdown was pity. I... That last touchdown <laughs> at the end of the game was pity. Yeah, it was. <laughs> You want to talk? Oh, and uh, what's his face? Um, Brian Hoyer got some snaps in this game, yes, too. Yes, he did. It was fun to watch. Haven't seen him in forever. I know. And he threw a touchdown <clears throat> in this game.
0: Dude. That's just, um, picking, that's just being a bully at that point, though. That's beating up on a JV squad. That's beating was... up.
1: Yeah, they were. Did you <laughs> see Mac and Bill losing their minds?
2: I mean, you're putting the hurt on them.
1: Um. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New York Jets. The Bucs win this game 28-24. What the fuck happened with number 84?
2: CTE? Coming for him?
1: I, I don't know. Antonio Brown apparently lost his marbles and just stripped and streaked across the field as the game was going on. Walked out. Of this game,
2: I've heard. I don't know if it's a rumor, I don't know if it's confirmed, but because Gronk was the leading receiver in this game, seven receptions, 115 yards. Mm-hmm. There is something that was said where because Antonio Brown finished the game with three receptions, he went over to Brady being like, Oh, so you're just throwing it to Gronk now because he's been kind of quiet because he was out, but now he's back. He's like, Oh, so you're throwing it to Gronkowski now? What about me? Because mind you, he only needed a couple more receptions. Eight per- more
1: receptions. I think it's 51 more yards and mm-hmm. one more touchdown, and that would have got him a million bucks.
2: And so he so he got angry at that. I don't know if Brady sent anything back to him. Then that's just the rumor. I don't know if it's true or not, confirmed, whatever, but that's what I heard. And then he got angry. No one could calm him down. Evans, OJ Howard, no one could calm him down. So he just stripped and, and was out that bitch <laughs> trying to catch an Uber. I don't know. I mean,
0: I don't know what he's getting mad about. Yeah, Gronkowski had seven, but Grayson had six. Michael Evans had four. Uh, Bell caught three passes. Like the They rushed this ball. The the distribution was pretty even throughout. They didn't run the ball very much. You know what I mean? They ran the ball 21 times. But that's Brady, Brady, Brady threw the ball 50 times, so there's plenty of attempts. Yeah,
2: he doesn't he, throw it to one player. That's never been his M.O. He always spreads the ball to everyone. It's never been just one player. Even when Randy Moss was on the team, yeah, he got a lot, but... He threw it a lot and threw it to a bunch of other players. Yeah,
0: um, I don't know what to make of what what what's going on in Brown's head. Uh, who the hell knows? He's got a fake COVID card, and
1: here's a question for you guys: Does A B play another snap
0: for the NFL? Yes. Yeah. He plays in the playoffs for the Buccaneers because they're gonna need him.
2: And if not, another team out there is desperate enough next so, year.
0: So,
1: is that going to be upper management? telling Arians, hey, we need this guy in the playoffs. He's not going anywhere. Or is it Arians doing it himself? Well, I mean,
0: Arians can't make that call.
2: Well, and plus he's already said that he's not a buck anymore. So if anything... No, I
1: understand that. I'm saying is that Arians coming back on his word and just sucking it up and letting him play because they need him.
0: Arians won't make that call. That's going to come from the GM. That's going (coughs) to come from the owner. That's going to come from the team president. That's where that's going to come from. And to be honest with you... um the buccaneers can't win games like this in the playoffs. When you're going 28 to 24 against the, the jets?
1: When you were losing the majority of this game. Yeah,
0: you had to score the last 11 points of this game to win this game.
2: I mean, they've already lost against the Rams. <clears throat> they've already I,
0: I told you weeks ago they were the most suspect team coming into the playoffs. I think they've been swept by the the Saints too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they're the most suspect team coming into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They have all the yeah. weapons, they have all the talent. They just now
1: here's the question. If Brady falls in the wild card
0: is Brady out no. of Tampa? No. No? No, God no, no. no. The way they built that team they need him to stay there.
2: Because the players are injured and on, so they'll be coming back. Yeah, and
0: then on top of it too like where's he gonna go? Retire.
2: I mean where? That's the la-
0: Retire. No way. He, no, because he
2: wants to do at least two more years. He's
0: gotta sell he, he's not he's not playing football to play football anymore. He's no. playing football to sell a brand. He's selling the TB12 method. He wants to prove that he can stay on that field until he's a certain age, an age that nobody's supposed to achieve in the NFL. But because he eats his avocado ice cream and he does his Pilates and stretches and drinks his two gallons of water every day, he's got to prove his method works. And he put his foot in his mouth when he said he could play until 50. He put his foot in his mouth when he said that. What's he at, 44 now? 44. That's six freaking seasons. No offense. I mean – You're going to get yourself killed out there, Tom. You know, it is what it is. He's been in the league. He was drafted in... 99? 99. He was drafted in 2000... Uh, 2000. 2000 2000.
1: was drafted, yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it was two years after Manning. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger was drafted in 2004. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger is hanging up the boots this year.
2: I mean, how many players have started their career and ended their career in the time that Brady has been? So many. It's a
0: good number to look up one day. We have to look that up for next week's episode.
1: Megatron started, ended, and got Got inducted inducted into into the Hall of Fame fame in the time that Tom Brady's been playing football.
2: It's true. Honestly, the same thing. And that's a
1: wide receiver.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, wide receivers get beat up way more than quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, unless you're Ben Roethlisberger, who's been getting his head kicked in for a long time. He was out with a
1: shoulder injury all of 2019. Yeah. Pretty much.
0: So, I don't know. Brady's gonna stay in Tampa. He's not gonna go to a cold. He's not gonna go to a cold weather team. Oh God! No. Um, he's not gonna go to a a, a team that needs to rebuild. No. He, he's gonna go to a team that needs to be established. I mean, could you see him in the Saints? Possibly. That's what I was gonna say. That's a possibility. It's, dome. it's, 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 it's controlled environment. But
2: he's so old. He can't carry a team.
0: Could like he play he for could. the Falcons? No, they need way too much help. They need way too much help. I mean, they got some young talent on that team. Don't get the me offense, wrong. The offense Pitts, is good. Pitts is good. Because you
2: got Cordell Patterson, and then you have Ridley. Yeah, who but would he's be only a one-year
0: contract. Patterson, he'll be on at the oh. end of the season. Which
2: any team who does that is crazy. He's so freaking talented. Oh, he is talented. He do,
0: well, well, first of all, we're gonna, if we're going to talk Cordell Patterson, he was never worth a first-round pick. The Minnesota Vikings used a first-round pick on him. Okay, he was never worth that. He was taken as a wide receiver. And he found his niche being a kick returner mm-hmm. and almost like that kind of slash player. Mm-hmm. That's not worth a first round pick. No, I wouldn't okay? say that. But he has he's had a very good NFL career. Is it a good season this he's year? He's had a no. very good season this year. He had a great season last year for Chicago.
2: He was great in New England. And he was
0: great in New England. He's he's always the thing is is he's that niche player. He mm-hmm. he's dangerous once the ball's in his hands in the open field and he can get his legs moving and stuff like that. I mean, you want to talk about a player who's. Probably more dangerous than he ever was. Devin Hester. Devin Hester is True. a finalist for the NFL Hall of Fame this year. Mm-hmm.
2: As he should be. He
0: should get in. Not just be a finalist. He should get in. Yeah. That, that's an first argument for another. Or? He should be a first ballot Hall of Fame. He mm-hmm. changed the rules.
2: He really did. Mm-hmm.
0: Head coaches got so enamored at the idea of having to kick to this guy that it took over press conferences. Leading to the Super Bowl, Tony Dungy just kept feeling, yeah, maybe we will, maybe we won't. Maybe." We. Then what does he do? Vinitari kicks it to him, and he takes the uh-huh. opening kickoff of the Super Bowl to back the, for a touchdown. Yep. Okay. He changed that game. Mm-hmm. Now Rex Grossman sucked and threw that game, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, Brady. Brady's not leaving Tampa.
2: This is his last stop.
0: It's his last stop. It's his last hurrah. He's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna. I don't gonna,
1: think he plays for Miami to the fuck you to no no. no. He's gonna.
0: He's gonna. He's gonna pitch that TB 10 and foundation right in the middle of my uh, right in the middle of Florida with all those retirees, and he's going to help them extend their lives for a few more years. Moved to Naples.
1: Do. Yes. <clears throat> Up next, the Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins. Speaking of taking <laughs> on the Tennessee Titans, what the fuck happened to Miami in this game? You know, game? we
0: weren't paying attention when we made this pick. really. How do we not think that the Titans, who were the number two seed at coming into this game,
2: Miami was on their win streak, and, and we Tennessee's
0: were just... been falling apart.
2: Yeah. Well, they did this game just to prove us wrong. Yeah, <laughs>
0: falling apart. I mean, they freaking housed them. Final school. Like, Miami was never in this game. And I don't know why we thought they were falling apart. They were. They, they had won the week before. God.
1: I don't know. Did they win the week before? Yeah. No, on yeah, they beat win- San Fran. Yeah,
0: they're on a two-game winning streak. Like, we just we were blinded by our lust for Miami and Tua Tavologa. And... Who
1: couldn't hold on to the fucking ball. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Just, wow. This was a, a beaten. Good news for Tennessee, though. Guess who's cleared? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's cleared for the playoffs.
1: Oh, shit. That's... Great. Just in time for my fantasy season to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way,
0: I just have to put this
1: out there. Meredith in the, lost, didn't she? Meredith lost the final.
0: Because of Najee Harris. Najee yeah. Harris, yep. That's he, exactly what he why. Up, oh, we'll If he it,
1: didn't but. put that in for the touchdown, she could have won that game. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yep. That sucks. Um, Sorry, uh, Meredith. Yeah. (laughs) Up next, the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Washington football team. Philadelphia had no right to win this game. No right. This game was going to be won if Rodney McLeod did not make that interception at the the end of the game. Washington would have scored that touchdown, and that would have been it. And our playoff hopes were just that further from our reach.
0: But now they're clinched. We're clinched now.
1: We got help when Green Bay beat Minnesota. Well, there you go. That's when it clinched. Because if Minnesota ended up winning that game, they could have jumped back into that spot.
0: Yeah, they weren't beating Green Bay in Green Bay without... Well, they probably had a better chance without Kirk Cousins. So, touche. Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah. So, I don't know if it was a Washington football team thing or if it was a FedEx field thing. Oh, the railing. But they were yeah. trying to kill Jalen Hurts. As he, he was leaving, us. what it was
2: plotted to do? It was plotted.
1: I, I guarantee yeah. the Washington football team right. are trying to kill Jalen Hurts by booby trapping FedEx Field.
2: Or it's just Washington and it's it shit.
0: Or, or did you see the mass of people who were leaning on that railing? I was like was trying
2: to touch 10 him.
1: people, yeah. Yeah,
0: 10 people who all looked, Eagles like they were, fans. The, the, all looked like they were two Bills plus. Yeah. <laughs> all leaning on that railing, all swaying on that railing. Give me a break. They weren't trying and to kill. And just
2: the kill. closer, you could see it already shaking.
0: The yeah. closer
2: he got, it just kept going and going yeah. and going. Until I mean, hey, to
0: kudos for him. Like, he stood there. He helped everybody up. Yeah. He checked on everybody. That, I mean, that's awesome. But He's put
1: out a statement <clears throat> questioning FedEx Field and questioning Washington oh. about. Because they said
2: they wouldn't do anything. Yeah. FedEx, whoever, whatever. They were like, nah, we're not going to do nothing about it. Whatever. We're not going to help the people if they got injured. Eh.
0: I mean, you, so... it's kind of on your ticket. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's on your ticket. Oh, no, yeah. You go to an event. You're you're, you're liable for your own safety yeah. when you're at the event, mm-hmm. unless it's something like. Don't get me wrong. If a giant piece of cinder block falls from the stadium rafters and comes down and smashes you in the head, okay, then the stadium's at you. But if you're stupidly sure. leaning yeah. on a railing and you fall over the railing
2: with a team that has no name, <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, th- th- that's kind of on you. Like I've had this argument with people before. Take the nets down at baseball. Take them down. You don't need them. All right. You want to pay? You, you want to pay the money to sit on the third baseline? Keep your head off your phone. Keep That's your head true. at the field, and when a line drive comes your way, get your hands up. Okay, yeah. true. Trust me, it's 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 always tragic when a kid gets hurt. It's always tragic when a bat goes into the stands. That stuff's. I
1: understand the ones right behind.
0: I don't understand. The only ones I understand are the ones that are directly behind the catcher because that prevents the ball from going out of play on a wild pitch. Mm-hmm. So the only ones I understand. Okay, I do not understand them going all the way up the third baseline. No, you want to buy those tickets? Have a glove. Pay attention to what's going on in the field. And catch a ball. And catch a friggin' ball. Don't catch it with your face. (laughs) Catch it with a glove. Put your hand up. Catch it with your beard. Protect yourself, okay? Protect your children. Protect your kids. Like, you know how many times you watch those videos of people... Buried in their phone. I think there's like a classic meme of a woman taking a basketball to the face. And there's like yeah. three people in the front of her with their heads down in their yeah. phone. Like, just because their heads were down was the reason why the ball went over their head and smashed this woman in the like, face.
2: these are professional games. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. A exactly. ball's going to fly somewhere. And it you got to fucking pay attention. Watch the game. That's what you're there for. Like the get all- a timeout, but watch it.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, the only sport that I accepted the fact that they put netting up was hockey after that kid got killed back in the 90s when a um a slap shot went over the glass and never even touched the glass it just careened and smashed the kid in the face in the stands that happened a long time ago and immediately after that the nhl put up that safety net oh, yeah. th- over there but the thing is i don't think that that really impedes like your play when you're when you're watching hockey cuz you're kind of watching it through the glass yeah. anyway so i'm fine with that but with baseball like if you bend to fenway if you sat on the third or first baseline it mm-hmm. looks stupid it looks really stupid with all that netting up. Like, mm-hmm. give me a break. I've never
2: seen it with the netting like
0: that. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Get rid of it. You know what? You're sitting... It says on the ticket, you're liable. Just like these people at the stadium. You're liable because you leaned, leaned against that railing. You guys were being jackasses. This video proof. You were all being jackasses. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why...
2: Uh, uh, I, Eagles fans. Uh-huh.
0: I mean, they... We're dickheads. They, I mean, they threw, <laughs> they threw snowballs at Santa, so... Oh.
1: We're... Have you seen the videos that surfaced when Philadelphia fans went to Minnesota, or Minnesota fans came to Philadelphia in 2018 in the wild card game, in the NFC cha-
0: Really? You want to bring that fucking season up? Sorry.
1: Dick. No. 2017. My bad. Not 2018. Okay. When Minnesota fans came to Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game. There were fucking attacking Minnesota fans in Philadelphia. Vikings fans. And then when they celebrated, they were eating... And throwing horse feces.
2: What in the? Where are you getting that? Eagles like,
1: fans are nuts. This all happened at the parade.
2: Where did you get the feces from?
0: Horses. horses. But where? The horses what? that that like walk the parade route and stuff like that.
2: They were picking it up and throwing it at people.
1: Yeah. What
0: in the? Eagles heck fans of... are fucking nuts.
2: What? What is I, in that water?
1: What I, is in that water? I, I love my team. I hate our fans. (laughs) Now, some sad news. Not sad news, but upsetting news for me. 12 men on Eagles COVID list as of Monday. Dallas Goddard, Jannard Avery, Fletcher Cox, Marcus Epps, Nate Herbig, Jordan Howard, Jason Kelsey, Avante Maddox, Rodney McLeod, savior of that game, Boston Scott, Alex Singleton, and Jack Stoll.
0: Okay, they'll all be cleared
1: by Sunday. Oh, yeah.
2: Either that or... They play
1: Saturday night. It'll all be Clibble. Well, Saturday. they're at least
2: clinched, so they'll be back yeah. in time for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and we're playing Dallas anyway, which is a fucking loss anyway. Well, um, not after this week.
0: Yeah. Jerry's World isn't Jerry's world, really. Yeah, we'll
1: get to that in a little bit. Up next, the Denver Broncos taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. This was a get right <laughs> game for LA. I mean, they needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They definitely needed they it. They needed it, especially leading into the game this week. Yeah, because this game the game this week, um
0: they control their own destiny, basically. Mm-hmm. Well Jacksonville Depen- also depending on yeah, depending yeah. on controls what happens, their destiny.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, Justin Herbert looks good in this game. Um, after he looked bad the week before, yeah, like, it's been a very it's an ro- up and down it's been roller, been coaster roller coaster season. season for LA. Yes. Um. Up next, the Houston Texans taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance shows out in his second start. Kid looked good. Um, when he needed to fill in. Um. So they win that game twenty three to seven. Arizona Cardinals against the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Is Jerry's world even Jerry's world when your team's five and
1: three at home? They're 5-3 at home. And 6-2 and two on the road. And um, <clears throat> Kyler Murray is now 8-0 and oh in... Dallas. A&T sta- yeah. AT&T Stadium.
2: Through all of his... <laughs> Through high school, college, and
0: professional football. Mm-hmm.
2: That is crazy.
1: Like, I mean, can you expect to win in AT&T Stadium if you're playing against Kyler Murray? No. Exactly. <laughs> you can't.
0: Now, where does... Hold on. Where is Where are they sitting right now? So they are it, scheduled it, to play okay, the Cowboys again. Yeah, if it ends today, they're scheduled to play the Cowboys yeah. right now. If it ends today, mm-hmm.
2: but would that be in Arizona?
0: <clears throat> no, it would be in Dallas, in Dallas, in Dallas. In World. Oh, and and, oh, yeah. and Kyler Murray, well, Arizona's eight and one on the road this year. Kyla Murray's undefeated in Dallas. Man, how quickly the tides have turned.
1: Turns the turns are tabled. But can can we say that probably the best catch of the year happened oh, in this game? Oh my god!
2: Yeah. The fake punt.
0: Best catch of the year. That's tough. That's a tough one. He caught it off of the helmet. I know. And so did David Tyree. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: okay. Um. I'm but try- he caught it off of somebody else's helmet, not his own helmet. <laughs>
0: trying to think I'm, man, now I man I got to like almost go back through like catalogs of like great catches that have happened this year. Why do I think there was a running back who made like a, a catch where he was like fully Dallas ex- got did that. Okay. Dallas got did twice. He
1: did two one-handed catches in that game behind his body. Yeah. But this was a little bit more impressive cuz he caught it off of the defender who was falling on top of him's <laughs> helmet and controlled it. Dallas Goddard, yes, he reached behind him and caught it one-handed and turned around, got th- two or three more yards, whatever it was. Yeah. No, this defender was falling on him, and he controlled the ball all the way to the d- ground. I don't think you can say there's a better catch this year. Okay. As of right now. Okay. Hell, there's still the off season. Yeah, there, there and is. And the postseason. Yeah, there's still, yep. Up next, the Carolina Panthers taking on the New Orleans Saints. I didn't really pay much attention to this game. I didn't see much happening, I mean, except Carolina still sucks. (laughs) True. But, I mean... They were winning,
0: too. (coughs) Word is that Matt Rule's job is still safe.
2: Which we've had the discussion before. It should be. He said should be given week. another chance. Exactly.
0: So. Exactly. He's coming into year three or year... Yeah, I think he's coming into year three. He needs another year with this mm-hmm. team. I mean, you're dealing... Again, CMC's been out. They've been battling all kinds of injuries on the defensive front. They're trying to
1: figure out who their quarterback is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm happy that Rule has got basically the vote of confidence, according to many reports, with the car- um, in Carolina with the upper management of that team. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, The game was nothing to really talk about. No. Um, they're both teams... That are out of it at mm-hmm. this point because of other uh, other winning teams clinching and stuff like that. Um, New Orleans is basically just pay, playing to stay above five hundred this year. It's basically what it comes down to. Mm-hmm.
1: Up next, the Detroit Lions taking on the Seattle Seahawks. The <laughs> second fifty burger of the week. Um, wow. Seahawks have a day. Wilson, Penny, and Lockett all have a day here.
0: I said this last week. I said there is no way Seattle loses two in a row at home. And they made A- sure A- they did. A- made A- didn't. sure that they didn't. You know, Angela went thirteen and three this week. Like her fandom cost her fourteen and two. Because mm-hmm. the other two games she lost, I think we all lost. Um.
1: Yes, Dallas and Indy.
0: Yeah. So, you know. If teams had played the way they were supposed to play, she would have went undefeated. Yeah, had she not taken her Detroit lines. But that's why we're fans. We take mm-hmm. our shitty teams because mm-hmm. I take my shitty team every week. Josh mm-hmm. takes his shitty team. All but one. All yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, then you can't even be in this discussion. Um, but I took him against it, Kansas City. I didn't take him. Fucking smart. But... <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Detroit didn't show anything this week. Um, but you want to talk about another another coach, Dan Campbell? He's got that team fighting every week, even though they got blown out this week. They fight every week for that mm-hmm. guy. Um you could tell the emotion that, that team had when they won their game. Like Oh my god, it was like, fantastic. To it see. was fantastic. Um somehow they, they've gotten themselves back into uh back into number one pick contention though, with them and the Jaguars. Did they go for a quarterback? No no uh what is, is, there, is, what is, there really, is there even really a quarterback to go after in this really draft? There really isn't. And plus, I don't know what Goff's I would
1: say, is like. right now, top pick, one of the top picks is the running back out of Michigan you State. You never take a
0: running back. No. Un- unless you're talking generational, you never take a running back in the first round. It has to be generational. Le- like... Alright, who do you think is the last running back taken in the first round that was worth the first round selection? I don't even know my history of the the first round picks. Or the,
1: yeah.
2: Well, I mean... That's a good question. I'm Here trying to think of first rounders that... um. Was the running back who was in San Fran? Mm. Frank Gore? No.
1: Okay, so former first round picks. Adrian Peterson. Um, every NFL running back since... 2000. Barkley. The fifth overall, Ladanian Tomlinson in 2001. Okay. Adrian Peterson, number seven overall in 2007. Okay. Marshawn Lynch, 12th overall in 2007.
0: Nope. Only his career, the latter half of his career was good.
2: Yeah, the beginning of his career was.
0: He, Buffalo he was didn't a... Buffalo didn't manage him correctly. Um, He was still a very good running back, but it wasn't until he got into Seattle, so mm. I'm not going to give you that one. Uh, I'm just reading a list. I know, I know but the, Steven, first, the first
1: two I'll give you. Stephen Jackson, 24th overall in 2004. No. Nope. Jamal Lewis, 5th overall in 2000. I mean, no. he, he's good, but... but no, not... All right. Chris Johnson, 24th overall in 2008. When, when was Ste- when was Steven Jackson taken? 2004, you said? Steven Jackson, 2004 draft, 24th overall. Okay. Um, Chris Johnson, 24th overall in 2008. Mm-mm. Sean Alexander, 19th overall
0: in 2000. Thomas
1: Jones, 7th overall in 2000.
0: Thomas Jones is um, a really good running back. Played for Chicago, but not... not uh... Not a freshman pick. All right. So here you go. I just wanted to look at 2004, for example, okay? Mm -hmm. Because in 2004, there was quite a bit um, of craziness that happened um, in that draft. So you had Steven Jackson, Mm -hmm. you had Chris Perry, and you had Kevin Jones, three running backs taken in the in the first round that year. Mm-hmm. I remember that year specifically mm-hmm. just because 2004 was a big year with Ben Roethlisberger, fellon mm-hmm. Rivers, Eli like Manning. Eli Manning. Yeah. It was Wasn't a p- uh, Fitzgerald in that class too? Uh, in that class, you had Larry Fitzgerald go number three. Uh, actually, think about how crazy this is. You know, everyone talks about like people missing picks, right? 2004, you had Eli one, Robert Gallery went two to Oakland. Fitzgerald, Rivers, Sean Taylor. Those were your top five. Wow. Okay? All right. But... I want to get on the running back thing, okay? Because the running backs that were taken in that draft. In the second round, you could have taken Tatum Bell, who played a pretty good career, okay? Um, You had Greg Mm -hmm. Jones in Jacksonville, who played a decent career. There's nobody that jumps off the page to me in that draft that was a running back worth a first-round talent. Now, when you go back and you talk about LaDainian Tomlinson, and you Mm -hmm. go back and you talk about Adrian, yes. Generational. Uh, Because you
1: also have, I don't know if you consider him generational, in 2011, 28th overall was Mark Ingram.
0: No. No. No.
1: Reggie Bush, number two overall no. in two thousand six.
0: Number two pick on Reggie Bush. Think about that, dude. Mm-hmm. Two thousand two thousand six. Two thousand six to the Saints. Okay. Two thousand six. That that that's another fun one. Let's see. Let's see who got taken that year. That you could have taken instead of Reggie Bush at number two. That was the year of. That was the year of, I believe, Matt Liner, Vince Young, Reggie Bush. Okay. So you take Reggie Bush number two, right? Okay. Vernon Davis went number six, A.J. Hawk went number five. Um Jay Cutler went eleven. Ahole Nata went twelve. Um J- J- Chad Greenway went seventeen. Bobby Carpenter went eighteen. Jonathan Joseph, Pro Bowler, twenty four, mm-hmm. Santonio Holmes, twenty-five, um, Nick Mangold went twenty nine. Joseph Adai. Joseph Adai I, was a better I, running back I, yeah. than than Reggie Bush. And Joseph Adai went thirty. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see if there's any other running backs to kind of jump out. Lendale White, which was his teammate at USC, he went in the second round. Maurice Jones-Drew went in the second round in 2006. Who would you mm-hmm. rather have?
1: Maurice Jones-Drew, okay. easily.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: Uh, I'm just kind of
0: quickly so, so scrolling I, through this here. Back to our original topic. No, you do not take a running back, no. number one. Saquon Barkley is exactly why you don't take a running back. You take a running back to protect a quarterback that you have. That's the only reason why you take a running back. All right? They took Saquon to, to protect, protect Eli. Eli, and when Eli decided he was going to retire, he set back New York
1: drastically. Drastically.
0: So, no. unless well, you, you
1: know you're going to have a, a quarterback for 5'10"? Years. If You know you're gonna
0: have a quarterback for five years. Then you take you take something. You, you shouldn't be drafting in the top five. You should be drafting. You should be drafting in the teens or in the twenties, and then you can take a chance on a running back. Okay, <clears throat> unless you unless you are getting Adrian Peterson or Ladainian Tomlinson, you do not take a quarterback. Uh, you do not take a running back. And you know, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, they need so much more help than a, than a running back. Like Detroit just needs to build. Their the trenches. Yeah. They need. To, they need to continue to build the trenches. You got Dan Campbell who can help build the trenches and coach the trenches. So do what he does best. That's the way I look at it.
1: Sunday night football: the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers clinched their division, the number one seed, and the NFC is going to run through Lambeau like uh, we've been two saying.
2: Years in
0: a row. <clears throat> Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than watching the purple people eaters get smashed.
1: Nothing by the team that owns Chicago.
0: No, by the player. By the that quarterback down in Chicago. Yeah, the quarterback <laughs> that owns Chicago.
1: But no, great game by Rogers. Um mm-hmm. Tay was, Adams was great. I mean Tay Adams did great. Um there was actually an interview. Um Rogers was featured on the Manning oh, yeah, I saw that. of Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. where Eli is convinced he's faking the toe injury. Because since the toe injury he's put up like twenty touchdowns. Yeah.
2: And like no interceptions or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: something crazy. <laughs> and Rodgers just kind of laughs it off.
2: Because he's probably right.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Monday night football, probably one of the more emotional games this week. The swan song of Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. This was
0: just an ugly game. It was. was. He didn't
2: have a great game.
0: (laughs) Najee Harris carried him. Yeah. (laughs) True. Najee Harris carried him, and um, T.J. Watt with his four sacks. Sacks. Yep. Um. Defensive player of the week. Possibly Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I mean, he's only a sack and a half behind Michael... Sch- no, a sack, because he got mm-hmm. 21 and a half. Michael Strahan's record is 22 and a half. Mm-hmm. So he's a sack behind um, <laughs> tying Strahan and a sack, sack and a half, half from yeah. breaking, breaking the record. Um, and that's where we started this show, when we were talking about Mr. Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Does Aaron Donald <laughs> even sniff Defensive Player of the Year if something like what TJ Watt does mm-hmm. to end the season? Because who are they playing at the end of the year? They, they must be playing uh, Cincinnati. Are playing Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Baltimore. He Ooh. should. He should. He <laughs> should. Well, the, the only
2: league. thing. The only thing is Huntley's a mobile quarterback. Not as much. Is as it Huntley Jackson. or is it Lamar? It's Huntley. It's, it's they're Huntley. not gonna
0: put Lamar no. out there. The season's over. They're
2: they're eliminated. Yeah, though. they're eliminated. They're I not think, gonna. Put, they're not gonna yeah. put
0: him out there. True. Sure. They're not gonna risk it. And another amazing stat that comes out of this game is that with this win, this ensures that Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Finishes at five hundred or better every year he has been a head coach in the NFL. Isn't mm-hmm. he
2: the only coach to do that in NFL history?
0: Yes, or is there in history? Mm-hmm. I, I think John Madden did it, but John Madden did it over such a short yeah he was a... time frame. I think John Madden was only a coach for like five or six years. This is what I, I sent you guys a screenshot. I can't it remember
2: was t- ten years. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> or even more than that, but at minimum I'm ten to years. It right now,
1: okay. 2007, 10 and 6, 2008, 12 and 4, 2009, 9 and 7, 2010 and 2011, 12 and, and 4, 12 and 4, 2012, 2013, 8 and 8, 2014, 11 and 5, 2015, 10 and 6, 2016, 11 and 5, 2017, 13 and 3, um, 2018, 9, 6 and 1, 2019, 8 and 8, 2020, 12 and 4, 2021, 8, 7 and 1. They could end 8, 8 and 1 and be 500. Yep. Hall of Fame.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Easily. Just like his quarterback. And he's not done. No he's I don't not. think he's done. No. No way is he done. He's got he's he's still got some more years ahead of him. But just like his quarterback. Hall you got two Hall of Famers right there. Mm-hmm. And actually think about the teams that he's fielded. Troy Palomalu, James Harrison.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Like Juju
0: Smith <laughs> Hines Ward. Yeah. Like Hall of Fame. like You talk about the Steelers you know of the a, 70s? You know what's also Hall of Fame?
1: That he could deal with Antonio Brown's ass for like five seasons, <laughs> yeah, six seasons, whatever it is. Yeah,
0: Him and Le'Veon Bell. Those basket those cases. Oh, yeah. my God. Already, records. So, I'm very happy, though, that TJ Watt um, is going to break the record. Um, yeah. But we did discuss this upstairs. Asterisks. I'm a no. I know you guys are probably in no. the same spot with that, right? No, it's it's a full season. Yeah, they changed the rule. He can't help. It's not like an extended he season. And time exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not
1: like in its extended season because of uh, strike or whatever. This is the new rule. This is the new season length. Yeah, you can't asterisk a a record based on f- uh, formality. Yeah,
0: yeah. Can you put one for performance enhancing drugs though, like Barry Bonds? <laughs> Uh,
2: Baseball's not my forte. I'll I'll let you guys go for this one.
1: I'm to the point where he broke the record,
0: but he cheated to do it. Okay. So was he the only one cheating? Because that's cheating. If you're the only one doing something, that's cheating. Touche, considering that whole season. Considering Roger Clemens got popped, Andy Pettit got popped, all these other players got popped. So is it really cheating if everybody is doing it?
1: I'm in the same boat with this past year with Spider-Man. Everyone was doing it. Yeah. So why do you make it illegal? I'm
0: not, I'm not saying if everybody's doing it, it makes it right. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is it, you're playing you're still playing on an on a And even, even playing, playing field. Playing field. Yeah. I don't believe Barry Bonds should have an asterisk next to any of his records. I don't believe um, same thing with Roger Clemens and the amount of Cy Youngs he won. He should have an asterisk. Um, they they put it on the field, and I also believe both those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. That's just my opinion. But, I can agree with that. So, um, but no, no asterisk next to T.J. Watt if he breaks the record. No asterisk next to Cooper Cup if he mm-hmm. breaks the records. Like these guys have put up some amazing seasons. Mm-hmm. Like like T.J. Watt's season is incredible, considering that mm-hmm. like. He got, what was it, last week? It looked scary, like he wasn't going to be able to play because yeah, he got then hurt. He did, yeah, and then he ended up coming back on the field with possibly broken ribs. Like, mm-hmm. he's a no. beat. Well, I mean, the Watt family is.
2: And they're all, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, J.J.
1: hasn't been able to play all season because he's been hurt.
0: Yeah, but still, have you ever watched J.J. in his prime? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. When Houston actually could do stuff. Yeah, they actually challenged the Patriots there for a little bit. Um,
1: up next uh, not up next the scores at the doors records at the doors. I finished the week 148, 107 and one Dave 133 122 and one Michaela 123 84 and one Angela 126 99 and one and Darian again did not do picks so Angela you
0: can't lose a game this week
1: at 53 and 37.
0: Y- Angela, you cannot lose a game this week you have to go perfect. I you hope can- she loses
1: at least one. oh wow because she
0: picked against me. Ooh, wow. that's that's a fight cool. in words yeah especially since we're supposed to be sending our well wishes to her because she's sick right now like wow man i do give her my well wishes but for her to pick
1: against <laughs> philadelphia it hurts me i mean i know youtube probably will as well just being smart <laughs> <laughs> so starting off the schedule of next week we have the kansas city chiefs taking on the denver broncos both darian and myself have kansas city
2: Kansas City's going, Casey's going for that first seed. They, need the, they need the win. Mm-hmm. They need
1: the win. And I believe Angela also took Kansas City. I know she you have a picture right yes, in front I of do. you. I can give all three. Okay. Um, up next, the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field. Hopefully our boys are back and on the
0: field. Both Darian and I have Philly. Angela has Dallas.
2: You go first. I'm so contemplating.
0: I mean, it, it, Dallas is going to win this game. Um, Dallas does not want to be the number 4 seed. Having to go against Arizona again. They need to win this game. They need help, but they need to win this game.
2: I'm going to put you on an island. I'm going to go Philly. You They're
0: aren't home. on an island. I have Angela. Angela's, Angela's oh, sorry. My bad. All right. All right. I'll, I need to pick up games still from himself. So. All right. <laughs> up next, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the
1: Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. J.J. Watt will break, not J- J.J., T.J. <laughs> Watt will break the record, but Baltimore will still win this football game. Both Darian, myself, and
0: Angela all have this game. For Baltimore
2: Um, I'm gonna go with Baltimore as well
0: good I will go on an island I'm gonna take Pittsburgh I'm gonna take Pittsburgh in this game that gives me two games against Josh okay <laughs> how many do I have to make up 14
1: Um, you are currently 15 games back all on right me. so here we go <laughs> and we've already got our one together which is Kansas City shit okay Up next, the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Cleveland Browns. Go (laughs) Bengals. I'm not picking the Browns in this. I'm sorry. Cincy. I think we have a sweep in Cincinnati. Yes. Up next, the Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Lions. I have a feeling Angela is on an island in Detroit.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we love you, Angela. but I think
2: even resting their players, I think.
0: Green Bay is not going to rest anybody because they're going to have the week off. Oh, that is true. They're gonna have the week off. They're gonna That's they're gonna the they're line. gonna put their players out there. So um, you know, they gotta keep themselves moving forward. Quickly closing my
1: notes app. Okay. Up next the Tennessee Titans taking on the <laughs> Houston Texans. I think we are all on a Tennessee island here. Even Angela with her Davis Mills connection? Yes. Okay. All right, yeah, all right. so then we're all on Tennessee then. Up next, the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay,
0: there's only one reason to take Jacksonville in this, and that is because of the Sunday night game. That is it, okay? So if Jackson, <laughs> we didn't preface this, but we will talk about it now. If Jacksonville wins this game, if there is a tie in the Sunday night game, both those teams make the playoffs and Indianapolis is out, okay? Let us pray for a Jacksonville win— So this way that we can see two teams go on the field and do absolute dog shit nothing for 60 minutes because there will be a gentleman's agreement that neither of these teams do anything so both these teams can make the playoffs. That's what I want to see. I'm still going to take uh, Tennessee because I'm not. You mean Indy? Indy. I'm still taking Indy, but God, do I want to see that so Uh, badly. God, do I ever want to be wrong. Oh, my goodness, do I ever want to be wrong. Take
1: Jacksonville. I'm taking Indianapolis. <laughs> okay. Up next the Chicago Bears taking on the Minnesota Vikings. I believe we all have Chi Town yeah. in this game.
0: Wait, you all took Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's never a good sign for Chicago. Um I'm taking Chicago clearly. <laughs> but What's going to be nice is if Chicago wins, they actually bring Minnesota down to the same record <laughs> as Chicago to finish this season. Nice. I would love that. With all that offensive firepower, with all those numbers that Kirk Cousins put up, they are still going to finish at the same record as a team that is led by Matt Nagy and Andy Dalton.
2: What does that say about Kirk Cousins?
0: What's that say about Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota organization? And Dalvin Cook. Yeah. And Justin Jefferson. Yeah. And Adam Thielen. Yes. Yeah. Think about that team. Up
1: next, the Washington Football Team taking on the New York Giants. Wow. Myself, Darian, wow. and Angela all have the
0: Washington Football Team.
2: I mean, this is just a shit show. So I'm, I'm. It's Washington Football Team. Yeah. I mean, Washington.
0: After you put up negative ten yards against the Chicago Bears, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how's my defensive player of the year candidate Chase Young looking so far this year? Absolutely garbage. He's looking very young. Yeah. <laughs> in
1: the in the standings. Yeah. Up next, the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Arizona Cardinals. I believe
0: we could have an Arizona sweep here.
2: Yeah, they're fighting for...
0: Well, they're not really fighting for anything. Well... They've locked in the number five. They're locked in. Nobody can come after them. Okay. They're five locked. So they don't have to win. They don't have to do anything. This is just basically a tune-up game. But they're also playing at home in front of their crowd, yeah. and they've had a very shitty record at home this year. They're three and four at home. So I I'm... think I think they want to pull themselves back to 500. Um, I'm taking Arizona I'm taking in this Arizona game. Arizona as well.
1: Up next the New Orleans Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons. This is another
0: shit show of a game. Both Angela and Darren have the
1: Falcons. I have New Orleans. I'm taking New
0: Orleans. I'm taking Atlanta. I like Atlanta in this game. There's still no quarterback there in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and you're playing in Atlanta. Um, if this is Matt Ryan's last game in Atlanta, if that's gonna possibly happen as well, um, I think he wants to go out on top. Um, I just like I just like Atlanta better in this game.
1: Up next the New York Jets taking on the Buffalo Bills. I think we have a Bill sweep here. Yeah. Yeah. Up next the New England Patriots taking on the Miami Dolphins. I know myself, Angela and Darian all have the
0: New England Patriots.
2: I have the Pats.
0: Um they're playing in Miami. Um Pats didn't look too hot this past week. Um Did they not? <laughs> they played Jacksonville. I mean, come on. But they're playing
2: It's either well, if they win does it matter?
1: If they win and Buffalo loses, then they go they back. They take yes. the top seed. In yeah. the AFC. Yeah. and Buffalo's not losing or in the AFC, to the Jets. North, uh, east. yeah. East. yeah. Pa- well, Patriots are gonna, go to win anyway. Patriots are going to win this game.
0: They always split, like you said, with Miami. So,
1: <laughs> San Francisco 49ers taking on the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. Darian, myself, and Angela all have the Rams. I
2: have the Rams.
1: Um, I'm going to take the 49ers, actually. I'm going to take the 49ers. All righty. San Francisco Island. Up next, the Carolina up uh, the Carolina Panthers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think we might have a Bucs sweep here. Yeah, this yeah. is this is Bucs.
0: I mean, I I I'd like to see Carolina at least be competitive. Um this way more of a showcase for Matt Rule. Um but the Bucs should the Bucs should win this game. Tie. Let's make a tie happen in this game. You want to you want to put down tie? No, cuz oh god, if Jacksonville wins, it'd be awesome. That would be so awesome. It's but,
2: fate that they're the earlier game too. It is fate. fate.
0: Like, you can't fight fate. Um, I'm going with the Raiders in this game. They're playing in Las Vegas. Um, I'm going with the Raiders.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders as well.
0: Angela is on a Los
1: Angeles Chargers island. Ooh. As both Darian and I both have the Raiders in this game. Derek Carr is showing much more promise right now than Justin Herbert, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's also got more time in the league, too. So Exactly. And so. he's he's a lot stronger under pressure. Yeah. Well, and yeah. this team has been nothing but pressure all season. Yeah, everything's With fallen. what's going on. Yeah, in everything's in falling
0: apart with them, unfortunately. So. Alrighty. So that actually wraps up this episode. Dave, do you want to take us home? Uh, as always, thank everybody for uh, tuning in to uh, the Doink and Doink Connection over here. Doink. Doink. Everything Everything we do. Um, I do feel. Uh, Obligated to say it's been very nice to have the social media be a lot more active mm-hmm. lately. So thank you, Michaela. Thank you, Josh. And <laughs> no, yeah. I'm going to thank, thank you, myself. Um, if you guys do have any questions, comments, or concerns, you know you can reach out to us on that social media, the Double Doink Network. You can reach out to us on our personals. Um, Josh is at DJ Old. Mickey is at, oh, Michaela is at Mickey uh, underscore 16. I've, and, I grew up calling her Mickey. You yeah. can just call her Mickey. And then uh, obviously I'm at Daryl 508, all underscores in between the uh, words and numbers. Um... You can also find this podcast as well as our new podcast Doink Talk on all of your streaming platforms, whether that be Apple, um, Spotify, Spotify, Pod Pluto. Pod Pluto. We're going to continue to push Pod Pluto, Pluto. Pod push Pod Pluto yep, until it happens. In, exactly. Shadows. We're going to make it happen. That's <laughs> it. Um, if you do want to reach out, don't hesitate. Questions, comments, concerns. You know we're always here for that. Um, but as always, this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.
2: Doinks out.